The News About the Round West Ham podcast is sponsored by aasport.com forward slash West Ham. And it's triple your odds on your first bet as it is all season. And this weekend we have West Brom at home. And the bet is this. West Ham to win, Sacco to score first, total stake £10, the odds six to ones that would normally win you 60 quid. But, but because it's aasport.com, what's it done, James? It's trebled. It's tripled. So West Ham to win, Sacco to score first, tenner wins you 180 quid. And that is available at 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. You can have any bet. Go in there, any bet. Triple the odds on your first one. Uh, 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. To be fair, they, they were uh, more a team. They were, uh, especially physically, we knew they were good with the ball and all that, but physically they were uh, quicker and uh, stronger in one-against-one one one situations and they were better in transitions. And uh, to be fair, uh, of course, that we played a really bad game, but they played a good game, so we have to give them some credit for this. And now... Getting a yellow card faster than John Moncur. It's the KUMB West Ham podcast with your hosts, James Longman and Chris Skull. Hello, welcome to the Nisa Mother Brown West Ham podcast. It's season four, episode 15. And joining us here in the studio, cult hero, Jimmy Walker for his third appearance. Jens, how are we doing? You okay? It's Patrick. Patrick. Do I get much more? No. Um, must be something. Not sure. I'll find out. Give me a cut. I'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, Thanks for having me. We were there at the end of season ball with Rufus Brevet. Fantastic. Yeah. Great night, wasn't it? It yeah, was lots yeah, of really fun. enjoyed it. Great night. Brev, Brev one of the... And I'll give him a bit of stick, but one of the funniest men I've ever met in football. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then you had your holiday the next day as well. You were tempted to stick around for a few beers. I was just very it. tempted, but for one of my only times in my life, I was quite sensible. <laughs> and I think Brev could have took me into it a little bit if he'd have, yeah. uh, if he'd have been staying, but I think he had to get off as well. So we just had a couple. Yeah. Which Double. was a good thing because the stories just started to come out a little <laughs> we bit. Were. I think I, I could have gone a bit to too some... far here. We're starting <laughs> to get some stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was a, like a, a pact you had between yourself and Rufus, where it's like, we're not going to bury the other one, right? <laughs> yeah, but you see, you can never trust him. <laughs> he said that many a time. In fact, we was, on, we was on tour when I first met him, and one of the things he said was, listen, they're coming for us don't let them drive a wedge and the next breath he's talking to them are caning me so I, so I learned a valuable lesson for that day never trust Rufus Brevet <laughs> but, in the, but in the best possible way excellent well, well, well we've already had Jimmy on like we say so we're going to delve into some other aspects of your career that maybe we haven't touched on the previous two appearances we're also going to talk about Spurs <clears throat> And we're also going to talk about West Brom at the weekend, which might be better uh, but firstly let's begin with some feedback James what have we got oh, we should talk about the awards Speaking with the awards, so Jimmy, we were nominated for an award for best podcast at the uh, Football Bloggers Awards. Brilliant, fantastic! It was a oh. judges' award. Good, well deserved. Vote. I like to think I played my part in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nomination, yeah. It should have been there actually. Damn it. <laughs> no invite, no. <laughs> no. So it was it was opposite Old Trafford on what was it last? Yeah, hotel Thursday. football. Hotel football. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. It was a great night. Well, it was good fun actually. <laughs> so, so knees up, mother brown was nominated for best forum. We we're nominated for best podcast. 
is a 50% success rate. <laughs> <laughs> 50% possession. The winners <laughs> of the best podcast of the judges' vote was the Offside Rule, which is a women's uh, podcast about the beautiful game. And congratulations. You've been they were very nice. They were nice. Very nice. Yeah. We've checked it out. It was all right. It's not as good as this, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it ticking the boxes? Yeah, ticking the, right? the boxes. Maybe no, they were good. They were good. They, they were good. But then most disgraceful of all, the, the popular vote went to the Chelsea fan cast, the Chelsea podcast. More votes than us. More really? votes. Yeah. It's this like 40-odd-year-old man <laughs> just sat there in his pants with the award, <laughs> mocking us. No, you're not, you're not painting a great picture there. No, it wasn't. And at the end, he, well, kind of, he had a happy. little dig as he walked off with the award at the end, which really left a sour Did taste. Did he? What did he say? I can't remember I was smashed <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we won well Knees Up Mother Brown and Graham won best forum which is yeah. well deserved no, last the one of the night best Great forum stuff. so we go up on stage and you can watch Chris's uh, involvement in the speech yeah. <laughs> yeah I was pretty drunk when I went on stage yeah. John, Barnes did a, John Barnes was then did a weird rap not a weird rap he did uh, a very popular rap but it was <laughs> weird did, that he was rapping he yeah. did the World Cup one did he no, no he unfortunately not oh, rappers that'd delight that'd he did rap a you know, hip why did he do it it was actually randomly yeah it was quite good is that yeah. fair to say? It's just bizarre. Ah, you need, oh, you've got a whole nugget. You've got to give him that one, yeah. And Bianca Westwood, uh, who's been on the show many times, hosted it. Yeah, she, she did, did a great job. So, so relatively successful for the Hammers. You yep. know, we won the last award of the night, so we should be pleased with that. But we've got the Football Supporters Federation's Awards. December 7th. Uh, December 7th. Voting closed today. And then we're nominated again for Best Podcast there. So will, it be, will we emerge from awards season with a, a degree of dignity? Well, you want some silverware? Yeah, we want some silverware. Want to bring West Ham yeah, some yeah. silverware? Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, so feedback. So we had big Cass Pennant on last time, uh, and he said, "Mushy said, at last someone over five foot tall on the show." <laughs> we always look yeah. tall, don't we, next to guests? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what you're saying? <laughs> what, what you're saying? Have you not read the book? <laughs> you're not resizing everything. A eighty six said this: uh, listening to Cass talk about a working class connection with a club that the stadiums were built in working class areas really nails down what attracted the East End to be West Ham fans. Yeah. With the Olympic Stadium move next season, it shows we'll attract what uh, we will only attract working class fans because of our history rather than the future. We'll end up seeing more tough fans and prawn sarnies over the ground. People with a bit more money than we normally have. I never realised it until this podcast episode and for the first time I felt a big, uh, big bit of sadness that the real fans are slowly dying off. The fans that make the game great. Do you agree with that? What do you think? Yeah, I go along with that. Listen, mm. without the fans, we haven't got a game. Yep. I think people in the power forget that at times, and they they do get a bit of uh, so not abuse, but you know, you don't get a fair deal at times. I don't think there yep. should mm. should definitely be something done. Like say a, a quick word as well on Cass Pennant. So obviously <laughs> playing for West Ham, you must. Have you ever watched Green Street? Do you ever have it on the coach? I think on the way to a my game? legs are actually on it. Really? There's, a, there's, oh, a goal, there's a goal kick at one of the games. I can't work out if it's me or Stevie Bywater because of the camera angle. I mean, normally you'd be able to tell because his legs are about a foot longer than mine, but I couldn't quite tell, but I'm claiming them as mine. <laughs> so, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, great film. Um, interestingly, what uh, sorry, AA6 goes on to say was that he's going to take his boy uh, to a match who won't get the same experience that he got. But then Cass also made the point, which I think is relevant, is in a way... We've had our time as fans. We've had the bowling, and that's been amazing. But new fans, and we sh- will taste success at some stage, they'll have their time. So these kids will grow up knowing, hopefully, a successful West Ham. It just won't be the same West Ham we have. Now, I have our own memories there, and it'll be brilliant for them, but it's just a different different perspective, I think. Mm. Um, Jimmy, are you going to... Obviously, Upton Park, clock's ticking down. Are you going to go watch a game from the stands? Um, or? Yeah, I'm actually there um, against West Brom. Oh, right, this yeah, Sunday. I'm there on a Sunday. I've got my boys' rugby in the morning. 
So I'm watching him and I'm going to sh- shoot straight down. So oh, right. I'm looking forward to it. I've not been back for a little. I watched a couple of under 21 games then. See a few people behind the scenes is always nice, but yeah, uh, great. it'd be great to go back to a game. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. And whereabouts are you sitting? You're in the, with the prawn sandwich. I think I'm with the prawn sandwich. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Changed, changed <laughs> massively. <laughs> don't let Cass Pennant find yeah. out. <laughs> don't, they don't have prawn sandwiches at West Ham. No, you know, to get do. anything you can uh, eat yeah. would be great. <laughs> if, I, if I get a bottle of Budweiser before the game, I'm quite happy for yeah, them. Yeah, so. Big win. <laughs> yeah. um, Hammer 32. Greetings from Germany. I just thought I'd drip that. Drop that in. Uh, Adam Smudge. The big man dominated. He means Cass. I had visions of our lads looking open mouth in awe of him to be fair Cass is a big guy mm. but he doesn't let you speak <laughs> it's not about being in awe it's just not being able to yeah. speak there's a few times we started to say something and Cass just spoke over the yeah you don't really want to book back in do you I'll leave him to go <laughs> like, with that yeah. Yeah, so it's like a monologue yeah it's yeah. pretty tight in the studio we didn't want yeah. to interfere I at heard all. you called him sir a couple of times yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Canadian Hammer says great pod lads best one so far in my opinion and there's been some good ones other than obviously Jimmy's appearances mm. <laughs> uh, I was a regular in a chicken run in the late 60s early 70s mm. I missed the games and banter but not the violence loved Cassie's comment about being a slippers fan now that's me too mm. so you get older you put your slippers on you watch from home yeah it's not the same is it no you get to the games yeah. there's nothing like it get in touch with the show email us at podcast at kumb.com join the conversation on twitter by using the hashtag kumb pod or why not follow us chris is at cj skull with a c james is at longers one And Graham, editor of KUMB, is at KUMB.com. If you're on Facebook, be sure to join the KUMB group for all the latest news and gossip. There's also the KUMB forum for all kinds of chatter. Simply go to KUMB.com and click forum. Finally, join the KUMB podcast mailing list. Click this podcast link on KUMB.com and sign up for exclusive content from the studio and be the first to know about upcoming live shows. Come on, you irons. I mean, just touching on that, I mean, obviously Upson Park is, is fantastic. Obviously, you would, I don't think you can ever replicate that anyway from, from my experience. Anyway, it was mm. fantastic. But I think you embrace it. You go into the Olympic Stadium and yep. what a place to go and play football. Like yep. you say, hopefully it'll keep the, keep its integrity, keep the keep the bit of the club that's made it so you know so yep. famous worldwide and the history it's had. Hopefully it can retain some of that somehow. Uh it'd be a sad there and move, but I think you've like I say, move forward. It's a it's a yep. massive opportunity to I mean, really w- push the club on. It's a, we went to watch the France Romania rugby match there just to see a stadium and it yeah. is I mean we've spoken a little bit about it and I still can't quite put into words how different it will be yeah. as a fan. But also it will attract big name players. And it will attract, uh, I suspect, at some stage, a lot of money yeah. because it's a oh, different, it's, it's a different yeah. class stadium. I said that all along. Didn't we? The, the, yeah. the owners aren't daft, you know. They're, they're clever people as well. I mean, I think they've got West Ham's best interests at heart, definitely. But they're clever people as well. Yep. You know, if you're moving into there, it's it's ripe for a yep. for a massive a massive takeover. And if they wanted to go down that route, you know, you, who knows where you can go? Yep. Look at yeah. your Man City's and that now. I'm not far behind them in the league and playing some great stuff at times. So a little bit of investment like that, who yeah. knows? You know, it'd be, it'd be fantastic to see, wouldn't it? It will also make, you know, transfer dealings must be so much easier because if you go and you say, right, we're moving here next season, yeah. and suddenly they see that stadium, they're going to be right. This is a big club now. Yeah, I must admit that my 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 big one when I moved, I was fortunate at the time, I had a couple of good clubs in for us and actually going round the ground at Upton Park was the, was the 
was the seller for me. Yeah. Massive, nothing to do with any of the money or anything. The money weren't great back in them days anyway, but yeah. it was nothing to do with that. Just going to see the history of the place and just walking around it and the, the people it was like a proper family club yeah. with that, such that history. And once I got out there, I just wanted to go and play in front of the fans. It was... Mm. It was special. You could tell it was going to be special. Well, obviously, you've played a few games. I wondered, like, as a goalkeeper, what what end did you prefer? Obviously, Bobby, the Bobby Moore stand end. Did you kind of prefer that, or with the fact the like the fans, knowing all those West Ham fans with the eyes are staring at you? What end did you prefer? Yeah, no, the the, the the West the Bobby Moore end was fantastic. Yeah. So, it is. I always go back to the playoff semi. It was the best atmosphere I've ever mm. ever been involved in, and it was it was it was phenomenal. The hairs on the back of the neck still. You know, when you're, when you're there, you put your glove bag at the side of the goal and have a little bit of rapport with the fans. All I'm, I was sort of welling up, thinking, right, we've got to do this today. So that was a that was an amazing experience, and, and I'm glad I glad I got to see that. Mm. What was the worst abuse? Which, which ground do you go to? You get a worse abuse for? Oh, I used to get it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is it I used to enjoy like, giving oh. it back as well. I must admit, yeah. if, it, if the crowd weren't as big, see now you can't hear it as much yeah. unless everyone's on you. Yeah, but like you sort of go with a few less in the crowd, you you can hear everything, and it's, mm. it's quite a good banter. Some of it, to yeah. be fair, but yeah. I think I always remember the, I always remember Millwall at, at Upton Park, and they had all the bottom, uh, the away end, but all the whole of the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was about sweeping about thirty yards out of goal that day. <laughs> I, I made noise what he was there if he was watching that. Because I was high. I was playing high, looking round all the time. I never yeah. understood why we gave him all of that. No, I didn't. because they were they didn't want him to run onto the pitch, and you couldn't have the Millwall fans above the West Ham fans because yeah, they were the throwing coins. I guess that yeah. was the day Winston Reid scored that blind, wasn't it? No, or did that they was always before. do it. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Bronze before. Of course, it was yes. in yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we kicked yeah. off at like. It was about nine in the morning to yeah. stop oh, right. yeah, yeah, Was it like yeah. a, on a Sunday, like 11 o'clock? I, I think was it was it something really like that. One? It was a really weird time. Because the Winston Reed one was, was on Saturday. Later. Yeah, yeah. Because when he just jumped into the goalkeeper. Yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love those. <laughs> um, but we should say as well, like the first time you played for, played at Upton Park wasn't for West Ham. It was Walsall, right? And Frank Lampard scored a hat-trick, I think, that day. No. Bring it up. No, was it even before no. that? No, Lampard <laughs> never scored. Can I put on record? Actually, no, I don't know. No, no well, I only say it because uh, someone asked the question today. It was on the four. I think Graham actually. No, the do you know? Do you know who did score? That? And that wasn't up at the point. That was at Walsall at the time. We played it a couple of times that season, and one was in the FA Cup. Yeah, and I think it was Canute. Canute, yeah. Lampard did score one. Lucky finish. <laughs> well. I, I double checked the match report today. I think it was November '97, maybe. And uh, West Ham beat Walsall four-one in the League Cup at Upton Park. And according to the Independent, you were in the team. That was day. I really? <laughs> no, I can't remember no? that one. No, I don't. If, I don't know if I've erased. Wipe. I don't have wiped that from the memory banks. I must have. Yeah. Oh, do you know you're, you're right? Yeah. <laughs> ah, thanks for that one. Yeah, do you know what jo- jo- made it even worse? Yeah. Stevie Loma scored a header. That is the only header of his career, <laughs> and he never ever shut up about it. <laughs> When I signed, so yeah, no, it did. Really? Uh, yeah, that was. About, I think that was the first game I ever played Upton Park, and that was fantastic. Mm. But then we played. I think we played in the league. Yeah, I think it was nil nil. Actually, I had a decent game. I think that's what convinced Paz to to take me after that, which was good. See, I'm actually thinking about. It. I think I think Defoe might have scored his first ever goal against me. Oh really? So I yeah, might set him on Walsall. the track, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at Walsall in the cup. Yeah. And then was, the FA Cup was at Walsall as well. Canute did score a hat-trick. That was a fantastic game, though, that was. Yeah. I'd actually had me... <laughs> long story short, 
I'd actually had my teeth. Something had happened the week. I won't go into it, and I knocked a couple of teeth out. Was it football related? Um, or? I said at the time it was, but possibly <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I've, as I sobered up a bit, it started to be a bit more painful. This is on. A, I mean, the days used to go out on a. This was a Wednesday yeah. night, and I had a bit of an accident on a night out. And on the Thursday, I'm having the teeth fixed, and the dentist just says, "Oh, the best I can do is take them out for you." I looked like Jim Layton. It was horrific. <laughs> it was a terrible look. Like so I've gone, listen, you, you've got to be able to do something for me. So he's ended up, he might as well got a couple of extra spearmints and moulded <laughs> them and stuck them in there. So my teeth was a little bit on the yeah. on the waiver and he made me wear a gum shield for the game. And like the centre half at the time turned around after two minutes going, you better get that out. I can't hear a word you're saying. So, oh. so it's had to go. So I'm thinking, right, I'll just wear it. And that guy, and for, I had a good game, made a, made a couple of decent saves in it and, it was on match of the day after, um, and Stuart Pearce had likened the save to Jim Montgomery, right. 1973. Well, when I got asked that, you try say that with no TV, <laughs> with your teeth that Just whistle. Out. It was, I must have got 50 texts. <laughs> and I, and like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Jim Montgomery, 1973. And I got about 50 texts within a minute going, where did that list come from? What's the matter with <laughs> So, so, yeah. Like Chris Eubank. Yeah, it was a little bit like that. So not not such good memories on that one for me. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about briefly. We had Ian Pearce on uh, the other week. You saying uh, it's difficult to get round him? <laughs> He's a big fella. Yeah, <laughs> and I think at the time there was there was Piercey, Brian Dean. Had a couple of big lads in there. Oh and my they, god, yeah. And Pars must have looked at I mean they looked at me every game in goal. It was it was boring in the end. I used yeah. to come and have to catch the first one so everyone would move away. But they'd say, but uh, you could do put it on the dwarf. Yeah. And I, yeah, you go for it, put it in there. But so in the end I think Pars had gone for it and it was in peace. Brian Dean is a load round. I'm just looking up going, this is gonna be a bit difficult, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I just got the man in front of me, so I just push off his back a little bit and got a couple of punches on it and yeah. then they moved away from me then a little bit. So it was alright. <laughs> but yeah, big lads to get round. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny so talking about Ian Pierce, he was talking about training, he was saying like the really skillful players like Decanio and that would kind of take the mick out of the defenders and so one him and I think we said David Unsworth would just hammer hammer like the strikers and like take them out. Was there anyone you hated playing against in training? You're like, oh god, stop putting me, like, stop having shooting practice with this guy. No, I quite liked him all. Yeah, uh, I, was, I, I think I had most of the upper hand in, in training for the lads. Yeah, Not really, anyone? I used to have Tevez on toast. It was magic. Did you? Yeah, I had him on toast. <laughs> Couldn't, he didn't score in training for about six months. <laughs> I think I started his run that year because I thought I'm gonna have to get his confidence up here and just let a couple slide. <laughs> Did you and really? I had him on. Yeah, it was really good. You always get a player you like best. I think. Yeah. And Tevez was mine. I think because it was Tevez, I tried a little bit, yeah. a bit harder, and then I sort of got right in his head, and he hated me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was he like? Was he a good chat? Well, obviously he couldn't speak uh, English really initially, but was he, he? Did he seem like a nice bloke? No, he was fantastic. Yeah. We really liked him. We liked them both. They was great lads. He fit in really well. It, it was weird because obviously you had the you had the translator with him. Yeah. Tevez had no no. No, he was. There was no way he was going to learn English. He was just, <laughs> it's his way. That was it. it I was don't his think way. he ever learned it. Did no, he, he, he gave never up. Learned it. Never learned. I taught him a few choice words, <laughs> and he was he was quite good at those. He was fine on that. <laughs> you couldn't probably repeat them yeah. most places. <laughs> but the translator, so it was like it was weird. You'd have a chat, and I'd say something what I thought was quite funny, and I'd have a little giggle after it. Then he'd turn to his translator. He'd translate it. He'd say something back to him. Yeah. He'd laugh as yeah. he's coming back to me. So yeah. It was like it was the most random conversations I ever had. But he, he, he was great. It was and, really good. And what do they learn? So when there is a tra- when there is a language uh, barrier, do they just learn like the key words on the pitch? Like what do they say? 
They just go here now. Kind of <laughs> yeah, no, I'm curious to no, what they. Yeah, I mean, I think he got he, he got enough to get by yeah. in the end, and he could order a, a beer and. Yeah. If someone's too slow, he could tell them what he thought of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did when he when he put a few few nutmegs past the people, he could give them a little bit of stick as well. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So he he was he was fine. He was he was good. And wasn't Mashano... he his, his talking did the uh, his yeah. football did yeah. the talking in the end of the last couple of months, didn't it? So he yeah. didn't need to say a word really then. Yeah. And Mashano was saying uh, so uh, one of the guests was saying how Mashano was amazing in training. Yeah, I think it was Matt Everton that said that. Yeah, yeah he was when when he first came. I just remember him. He just used to ping a diag for fun, like, and he was he looked a real good player. Tevez had a bad time to be fair when he first started. Yeah. Everyone's like expecting big things, and he was not poor, but he just he weren't setting anything. Didn't score, did he for no, a while? He, was, he really struggled to settle in, I think, and get the pace of the game and that. But when he did, wow! Well, yeah, and that's a that's the rewrote the history books for us, didn't he? Mm. But Mascarano was fantastic. I couldn't understand why we weren't quite playing. Paz was picking uh, Mullins. Hayden. Oh, Richard Hayden's a very good player, yeah. but he ain't, he ain't going to be no. He's not going to win the Champions League, is he? Let's no. face it. So well, you never know. Is it Notts County? I think. In Notts County, yeah. yeah. yeah no, no. I think they were Anglo Italian. Yeah. But when when Tevez Mascherano joined, was there a sense that oh, this is only going to be a year? Like, did you did, like did even towards the end when you know we were having that great one, it looked like we might stay up. Was it clear they weren't going to be there? Um, Pass the summer. Possibly, but you probably don't think of that as players. We just wanted to do the job on the pitch at the time, you know. Remember, I mean, I didn't have a clue who it was. Mm. I didn't know my word football back yeah. then. Like, and to come, a couple of the lads are coming, going, oh, we signed Tevez Mascaro, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> any ideas? <laughs> no clue. Are they any championship? Are they any good? Yeah. Lads going, well, yeah, sort of. Have you heard of Argentina? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I got a bit of stink for not knowing them. Yeah. They came in and there was there was fine. It was you could you probably got the sense it was they wanted to be a sort of stepping stone for them. Yeah. But listen, if it could work well for yeah. both, then and at the time we had, there's some big plans there. You know, you had the Icelanders before it all went bit tits up for them. Yeah, there were some big ideas and Egger was the chairman was was fantastic and yeah. he was he was infectious. Like when he talked about everything, you you really got went along with it. And so you're thinking this is going to be a big thing. So maybe not stepping stone. We're going to try and they're going to take us with them yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it didn't quite pan out like that in the end. So was Egger, interesting character. Yeah, let's oh, talk Egger. Let's talk Egger. <laughs> Could talk Egger all day. <laughs> <laughs> what was was he like? A big force around the around the place. He was. He was, he was such a good character. I, yeah. I really liked him, I and mean, we didn't have loads of time with him. But when he was in there, he'd been in after every game. And he was like I said, he was so infectious for the game, yeah. and he loved it. And it, if he did well, he'd be buzzing for you. If he if he didn't, it'd be, it'd be proper sad with you. And, yeah. So he was he was a real good character. He put on some great parties as well, which was even which was even better. What kind of parties? He had a big uh, flat in Canary Wharf, like the top hole of the top right. floor. So we did overtake that a couple of times. <laughs> I love the idea of him having Egger. a... He was brilliant. Egger, he loved it. like Jay-Z. He, he loved it. He was. He was like a gangster rapper. But... <laughs> a bald, white, yeah, yeah, yeah. old gangster like rapper. Like a typical gangster rapper. <laughs> Eminem in 30 years. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah. what it was like. But no, he, he was... Yeah, like I say, he... he you just got sucked in on the emotion because yeah. he was that he was that enthusiastic about yeah. everything. It's a shame. I and think was, everyone did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
I mean, I don't think they envisaged what was coming either, yeah. did they? So, yeah. you know, I think the, the plans were, they really, really meant the plans. It just, like I say, it's yeah, the, I, the whole Icelandic yeah. bank crash, isn't it? That's what did Eggy. Don't, did, don't did imagine he's got no, that. No one wanted biscuits anymore. <laughs> <did he? laughs> no, the biscuit crash of 2007 yeah. or whatever it was. Um, if you think back about how unlucky we are generally, yeah. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's, I mean, the song's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's so, it so fits brilliant. To get bought out by Icelandic owners in Iceland of the first country to feel Crash, yeah. brilliant, typical Western. Amazing, um, amazing. Suddenly, the Irish investors come in that case. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us more about Eggy. So, like, what did he have a wife? He did. He had, yeah. oh, she all right? I think it was because she was called Nana. I think <laughs> Eggy and Nana. She was really, she was a lovely girl, lovely, yeah. lovely person. She wasn't a girl. She wasn't a girl. <laughs> she <laughs> was a lovely story. lady. She was yeah. a lovely lady. Uh, yeah, the parties. We all, it was like yeah. all the wives were invited, all the girlfriends. And, yeah. And she'd put on the spread and all that. It was, it was a real down. What was the spread? Volavants and the usual. <laughs> of course, it was continental. <laughs> a lot of biscuits. Down Iceland. A lot of frozen stuff, yeah. Turkey dinosaurs, yeah. whistlers. Kerry Katona's there. <laughs> um, talked about, like, houses. This is what, an interesting thing we were talking about. Like, we had uh, Matty Everton, Glenn Roder invited him around his house. We were like, oh, manager's houses. Did you ever go to Alan Pardew's house? That first time I met him. Yeah? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Does this always Went happen, that, interview, that footballers have interviews around the manager's house? Um, it depends how much they want to play, yeah, I yeah, suppose, and how much they want to show off. Actually, no, that's a lie. It wasn't Paz's house, it was his agent. So I weren't, oh, really? I weren't the big signing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I got off. his agent. I got Barry Neville's, which was a very nice yeah. house as well. Oh, actually, it wasn't his agent's house, it was Weatherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lovely decor. Yeah. Yeah, because that's quite, that's, I like that because it's quite an old school. Yeah. You always used to hear about John Lyle having people around, you know, and. No, I think it's good. Alex Ferguson did it. It was good. I enjoyed, yeah, like I say, everything fit. Everything fitted quite nice for me. Yeah. You know, I met the manager at his the house and that, and we had you know sit down, cup of tea, and good long chat about everything, plans for the future. He was low mine at the time. He, I met him must two days, three days after the Crystal Palace game, the final. Right. So I met him. So he was he was really low. You could tell, like, but uh, I'm right, I'm rightly so. But uh, he was he was fine. We had a good chat about everything. That was it, and obviously saw the ground after that, and that was mine was made up sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Was it just talk about Eggy actually? I'll go back to Eggy. Was it he be, be he behind Pardew going? Was that? Do you think I that? Do you think the Icelandics always wanted him out? But as soon as they took over, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure on that. You know, you sort of left that boardroom stuff. Yeah. I just, I just think the volivants and the, <laughs> and, the and the red wine, the biscuit, and the cups of creams. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, if, ironically, Pards at the time when he did get the bullet. I mean, I know we're not. I mean, great results, but he's sort of grown into it a yeah. little bit. Because when I was first there, I expected a lot more from him, and he was a little bit rabbit in the headlights sort of thing. And the first season not gone too well, had it? And all right, got to play a final, yeah. which. You know, it was a great achievement. And then it weren't the best game, and he made yeah. a couple of decisions. And I don't think, that from what I got anyway, the fans weren't weren't really having him as as such. So a lot of pressure on him. And he did, uh, gradually, as he went on, he grew into it. Yeah. And he he, he started. And it, like I said, ironically, at the time he got the bullet, it was probably the best he was. Yeah. The best he'd been around the place. Mm. So, yeah. and he's got a great been. manager since. Yeah. He so, has yeah. Do you think should we giving him more time? Um, I mean, we had Matt Everton on. He kind of alluded to loads of problems. There was there was a lot going. It, on. There was a lot going on at the time. There was so much going on at the time. It was it was all up in the air, wasn't it? Everywhere. So, yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, whether it was the right decision or not, it worked because we stayed up, didn't we? Curbs came in and yeah, 
just um, about kept up. Us up. Yeah. more down to Lucas Neal though that being a well, skipper this is my next question so uh, Matt Everson said Matt Lucas Neal was a great captain Fantastic. everyone loved him he pulled the lads together and he, he used to insist that you'd go out drinking and stuff like you'd go out and do a social thing where were you going Fairlock Waters golf <laughs> I'm thinking what kind of, tell me the places uh, yeah it was a bit of golf and that yeah. no it was, it was it was really good it was a very good it weren't all about just going out and boozing it was mm. get the lads together we'd go go-karting or something like that yeah. we'd, we'd all get the, you'd do something like at least once once a fortnight once every three weeks yeah. just going out for a meal used to get the missus together and also they had a real nice feeling about everything they'd yeah. all go to the games together sort of thing so it was a real nice feeling about it, but in, and then the will to the win, his will to win just, you know, shone through on everyone. Yeah. And we had some big characters in there at the time, mm. and they was all pulling the right way, and it, it was it was great to see. And you know, you felt you felt strong going out with these yeah. with these guys all behind you. And partly a lot of that to do was with with Lucas, mm. you know, getting everyone together off the field as well as on it. But his speeches before games was incredible. Curbs Curbs would come in and say the team and do his little bits, and we'd be waiting for Lucas. And then the curbs would go out of the room and Lucas would go up and go, right, bang, this is it yeah. today. And he'd come out with a whole brave heart speech. Yeah. And we'd be like, hey, yeah, come pure on. Pure eyes, pure hearts. I yeah. love that. Fantastic. Because um, curbs would come in before you talk about the weather. That's what everyone says. <laughs> lovely Otherwise building. Lovely building. Otherwise, his first question, weather. Yeah, he, had, he, had his two, he had his two gambits. He had his two gambits. One was the weather and one was, one was the traffic. Which way did you come? <laughs> Yeah, A twelve was busy today, wasn't it? I told you the only the only other time I've told you this before, but the only other time he, he changed it and we went there was me, Greeny and the press girl at the time. We went to the did some presentation, the Gherkin Tower. Yep. <laughs> so as we've gone in and we've all had curves running a little bit late, so we had all had a wager. I thought he's a bit late, he's definitely gonna talk about the traffic. So we all had a fiver. <laughs> Greeny went, No, 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 it's a, it's a sunny day outside, he's gonna say something about the weather. Nice day, isn't it? And then Prescott went, do you know what? I think he's going to say something about the building. We went, really? Nah. Come in, he went, hmm, all right. Tall building, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we got spiders out there. And there you go, well done, girl. <laughs> I love that. Imagine his speech when he comes to the players, the Jim and he goes, well, it's been difficult to get here today and it's a bit chilly out. It's a bit chilly on the pitch, but I hope we win. You it's cold, <laughs> oh, it's cold out there. You're messing oh. around. What's he just, did the lads all just go, be honest, about like, bloody hell, this bloke. No, like, I like I, I like Herbs. I mean, I think most of liked him. Um, I think he came in and I don't know whether people have said because you had the you had the younger lads who was all playing at the time. You know, uh, you had Anton and Nigel Real yeah. Coker and lads like that. And he was great lads. I, Nigel I really, mediocre. I, Did you ever hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I, give, I give him all sorts. Nice. He was great. He was my figure of fun. He was brilliant. <laughs> he was me just just could give him banter every day. He, he never took it well either, which no, is even I can better. Imagine. So that was great. So that just encouraged me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. But now we had, and and Curbs come in and tried to like put his marker down early and I think called him the baby Bentley Brigade yeah. and all that and mm. didn't really go it weren't what yeah. was needed at the time we was all we was all together we wanted to do well and sort of just pushed a little bit yeah. in between and it weren't the right thing to do and he was, he was fine Curbs was great um, I think if he didn't have the characters and that was around at the time and Tevez playing unbelievably well mm. and a lot, of, a lot of lads were playing well James Collins was playing well Greeny was on fire mm. so it was you had some good players at his disposal as well, at his disposal. So he was lucky in that respect. But yeah. you know, you know, you got you got to manage the club, and he did what he needed to do, and he kept us up that year. So yeah, yeah. It's funny we were talking about that run where he kept us up right at the end. We were talking about like, it was an amazing run to go on and stay up. But then, like, oh, we won all those last games. But the big crunch six pointer was Sheffield United away, and we got hammered. 
Like, I think we lost like 3 0. Yeah, I think we did, didn't we? Yeah. So, like, what happened there? Like, that run was so good. We were playing so well. The big one, the six pointer, we met. We yeah, well, we've always up. got to make it a little bit more difficult, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> you can't have it that easy in plain sailing. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been such a great escape. <laughs> yeah. It would just been like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. So, we had to, you had to throw a little spanner in the works, didn't we? It wouldn't be West Ham otherwise, would it? So, we did it the West Ham way. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think I've erased that one from the main bank, so I just remember what a great run it was and yeah. And when, once we was on it and the lads were feel the togetherness and you just go and I think you're going to win every game even going to Man U at the last game of the season you know I think we've got a real chance here yep. we've got a real chance here and it was just it was a great feeling to have yeah. something you don't get a lot of times in football sometimes it's hard work this was just you know going along and we're going all together thinking bang we're going to do great. it today yeah it's great and then you beat great. you beat the champions on the day they collect the trophy on, at their own unbelievable ground. fantastic you can't write the script can you to stay I up. can remember I mean I was on the bench and Green, Green was playing Green had a fantastic game as well I always remember Ginger in the back had a fantastic game mm. but we looked over with about 30 to go and I, I can't exactly remember right but I think he brought on an <laughs> waiting to go on was Ronaldo yeah. Giggs yeah. and Skulls yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. Beckham, yeah. we're like yeah. oh Oh God! This could I be a long. That this could be a long twenty minutes. This. <laughs> I remember that moment. Come on, lads, dig in. Because yeah, no. uh, Warnock was angry, wasn't he? Because he thought Manu essentially gave us it. Yeah. You can't. You, you, how can Manu gave it? Your old yeah. Trafford, the day they picked on the title with the players yeah. they've got. Yeah. It was a fantastic achievement from us to go there and yeah. win one nil. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Not like Warnock to moan, is it? <laughs> Polly Wanker. Yeah. <laughs> so good they went down as well. It was a perfect day, wasn't it? Perfect <laughs> day. <laughs> be a West Ham fan. The Needs of Other Brown West Ham podcast is brought to you by 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. Jimmy Walker's here in the studio, but he's not allowed to bet, <laughs> uh, of course, in the game. Um, but if you were to bet... <laughs> if, if I was a betting man... If you were a betting man... And he's not. And, and you're definitely not, and you wouldn't Obviously bet even not. if you no, were. he's professional. But and it, I wouldn't send like any members of my family in either. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, first goal scorer. Who do, you, who do you fancy in the West Ham team at the moment to maybe get on the score sheet? Yeah, I think, you know, if, you, if you've got Sacco back up the top, yeah. you know, it's, that's got a, got a decent chance, hasn't it? Yeah. A decent chance, and a 2 0 win would be. 2 0 win would be mine. Sack like a first goal scorer. Yeah, first goal scorer, eh? And a 2 0 win. Well, if you were going to place that bet, Anywhere else, you wouldn't get as good odds as you would at 888sport.com forward slash West Ham because it's triple your odds on your first bet. And West Ham to win, Sacco to score first, for example, £10 stake would win you £180. So it's triple your odds on your first bet. That is 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. Should we, t- should we touch it? Obviously, this interview is all over the place, but maybe we should just it's touch it. Nice. It's quite nice. <laughs> it's quite nice. Do we want to talk about the Tottenham game? Yeah. Did you watch it, Jimmy? I'm seeing the highlights. I'm just recovering. <laughs> just pretty, recovering. It was um, painful. So obviously, four-one defeat. I mean, what what were your takeaways from that from that disaster? Do you know, what? I mean, I've seen bits and bobs and been playing some fantastic stuff. Obviously, Pirates and you, a massive miss. Yeah, um, I think that showed. But it's the first time I've seen like the intensity weren't quite there. I don't know. And uh, listen, take nothing away from Spurs. And obviously, you know, they they they're a good side. Yeah, they're a really good side. I even said to someone the other week about them and people wouldn't have me at all I said they they could go on a, if they stay on this run a little bit longer they, they're they right up there Yeah, they could really trouble the top couple Yeah, without a doubt and that showed Sunday they was they was very good I mean alright West Ham off day you don't want to get too carried away because they've been fantastic I think so far so you don't want to get too high after it's all been good and too low after that although it was against Spurs it didn't help matters but I think you just put it down at one of them days and move on 
Yeah. Really, and say well done to Spurs. He was excellent, excellent on the day. We had an off day. Get the intensity back for the next game. Be hard to beat again and go from there. Play, a few players getting hammered, Andy Carroll, but also Cole Jenkinson, who has deleted his social media account. Oh, is he? Um, it must be, it's tough to be a footballer, isn't it, now when you have a nightmare like that? Yeah, but you've got to be brave enough to stay on, surely, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Can't, you can't just have the good times and everyone yeah. saying how good you're blowing smoke up your arse. You've got to, if you're having a bad game, you've got to be told. Yeah. Mm. So you've got to be able to take it, yeah. really. I mean, all right, some, some of the abuse gets a bit silly at times, yeah. I think, on it. And, but you can think about most of it, some 15-year-old kids. Yeah like calling your names from the bedroom or something yeah. do you know what I mean so you you take it with a pinch of salt I would have thought if it goes too far it goes too far you can have a quiet word but yeah it's, well, they've been excellent Andy this is difficult for Andy as well because he's been injured so much and, he's got, he, and he yeah. really wants to do well you can yeah. see he wants to do yeah. well and he's trying too hard at times mm. and you know he was one of them didn't really play to his strengths as well the other day and no. so I don't know if you if you got him in the team why not use that? Why not use that? He's as, he's, he's as hard to handle as anyone, I think, in in the prem when he's on when he's on form. Such a big glue, he yeah. is. You know what I mean? And it give any defenders a tough time, but I think made it quite easy for Spurs on the yeah. on the Sunday. I mean, I didn't see a lot of setting off because I was about six pint of Guinness in by then. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> three Colts. <laughs> no, I actually was up north. I was, oh, I was right. meant to come back down, but it was my mate's birthday. And, I was in the three Colts for you didn't want to be there for West Ham Spurs. I was in there yeah, for yeah, no, uh, for Spurs Arsenal, and there's a lot of Spurs. There's a lot. Well, my mate, my mate owns it, Brooko, and he, he's yeah. massive Spurs. So don't want to be in there for yeah, that. Yeah, no, was it? I'd have quietly slipped out. I think if I'd have been there. <laughs> yeah, not staying. Not going to save the second half. Um, no, no, yeah. Definitely slipped. I wouldn't have said anything. Just gone that <laughs> fire exit done. <laughs> so the, the the big questions, the big questions uh, that are being asked is one wrong tactics. You know, should a lot of people are saying I I love Andy Carroll, so I I don't like the grief he gets. But I think should he have started on the bench and should Saka have started alone up front because we had Saka on the wing, mm. which isn't his natural position, and also we seem short in midfield. Yeah. So covering the defence and the defence were all over the shop. So it's mm. you know it feels like we had the wrong team out there. Yeah. I mean, in a minute, it'd be a, what fantastic plan B as well if if Andy come off the bench yeah. as well. Do you know, mm. not quite up to full speed yet. But you know, imagine it's nil nil or you one nil down with twenty minutes to go, and you throw him on, and you throw everything at him. It yeah. changes the game. Yeah, with Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, how many times you see Chelsea, it? Yeah. Exactly, you always see it. It's amazing. I always say, well, why can't teams start like that? Yeah. You know, in the last ten minutes, everything's getting thrown forward, and you're nicking goals. But yeah, I think I think you're right. It did overrun a little bit, and I think probably underestimated Spurs a little bit because they were, they looked sharp. They did look very good actually. And the other the other thing that's been thrown at Billich is that he doesn't have a plan B. In fact, you say plan B. Like he's only got one way of playing on the counter-attack and as soon as we go, go a goal behind, there's nowhere to go really. We can't, although we have come back a few times, but there's, a, you know, we're a counter-attacking team and Spurs saw through us really. You know, for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes actually I thought this will be a good battle. Yeah. Because, you know, you saw Sacco was defending, Cal defending, everyone yeah. had put a work rate and all of a sudden that, it bobbled through to Kane goal, and then from then on the heads went down. You thought, yeah. "Oh, this is over." You got to think another day as well. Football's in you know, fine margins, isn't it? Another yeah. day, them defections don't fall to Kane. Yeah, Kiate uh, nearly scored up the other end. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Straight after, and yeah, it was a, it was a great. I actually tweeted it just after the goal. Like I think I put something like "great response." Yeah, and it just it didn't quite go through till about two three minutes later. It weren't such a great response after no. that. So I got slaughtered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. great response to you. Yeah, it no. was at the time. Just my tweet didn't quite go through for yeah, five minutes. Yeah. After those two chances that both fell to um, Kuyate, really. He's just so close to the second one. Um, 
it, like the heads went down and you thought this is over. So you, when you're playing, can you sense that? Can you sense like, yeah, and who, I think who do you need? You need a Lucas Neal. You, you need, need yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You need, that's where you need your characters. Yeah. Your players who know the game, have been there, done it sort of thing. And there's not as, not as many characters about in football anymore. It's just the general, the way it is. But if you have got them in your, in your side, it's, you know, they can pull you in there. Lucas will be getting everyone in there. And like, well, we had it, obviously, Gillingham with Coventry sat there. Obviously, less a league, like, but it was the same thing. We let one in. We, we was comfy for thirty-five minutes. Let one in and capitulated. Yeah. And we're trying from the sidelines. They just stay in the game. Yeah. Just stay in the game now. Stay at one nil. It's fine. Not a problem. All right. You don't want to go one nil down. But well, stay in it again. Get yourself. Get your foothold in it again. Mm -hmm. Don't give anything else away. When you go and play your game plan from that again. But yeah, like you say, if you can't start, it just looked like there was trying to get back in it too quick, and yeah. everyone was running everywhere, and the shape went. Yeah. And that's where you like to say you need them big big characters to go on and say, right, get in here. We are not we're not letting in another one here. I mean, we think... completely lost shape. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we lack those big characters? Obviously, Mark Noble's captain is he? You know, and he's got a lot of criticism recently for some of his performances. Do you think he is on a par with Lucas Neal? Or do you think we need a? He's different. Better? I mean, Lope knows has been fantastic. Knows mm. a great player. Uh, I mean, he's been at such a good level for the last ten or fifteen years, really, hasn't he? Mm. So. Uh, a lot of time for Nobis, a great lad as well. Very different to Lucas. Lucas was very vocal, very out, you know, you could hear him on the pitch, you could hear him off the pitch. He was very opinionated and it was usually the right way. Nobis lets his football do the talking, but he does get, he, you know, great to have in your team. You know, yeah. West Ham through and through, fantastic for the fans to relate to mm. and you should embrace him. And, but yeah, he, need, he can't just do it on himself and yeah. be needs a couple you know defenders yeah. are the ones defenders I know that's what I always think because I goalkeepers can get on yeah. the defenders who yeah. then get on yeah. everyone else I always think it should be a, you should have a, a big gobby guy in defence yeah. because and we don't have that we've got you know Winston Reece looks as well and Tompkins yeah. seems like quiet yeah. and you yeah. want those big you probably ginger, a big I mean, centre ginger, back ginger, 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 probably be, yeah. ginger probably be your closest yeah. I don't know he's not, not played as much as yeah. as lately I'm not seeing but he, he's, he's a character you get everyone yeah. in definitely knows the game you know Limited in certain things, but fantastic, you know, you know, yeah. in, in most of the things he does, mm. and he's been a great player. So he's one character you, you probably need in your side at that time. Yeah, and I think if you've got someone like Noble, who's having to do a lot of, regardless of whether he's playing well or not, he's doing a lot of work in yeah. there. Oh, he's he's trying hard. The work rate's immense. I mean, I you think you know it's difficult also to concentrate on your captain duties yeah. and telling people what to do because you're running around in circles well, yeah. for 90 minutes. But if you think centre back, you've got time sometimes yeah, to sure. settle and go right, yeah. do this, do that. Nobles, do this, yeah. push forward, bring back. It, as a defender, you've got that time and you can see it. And well, it's, we need found, that voice. I always found as a goalie, you've yeah, got even course. more time. So you can sort of see the game if you know the game. Yeah. And then it just take a little, if there's a lull in the game, just go and have a quiet word with a couple of people who you need. Yeah. Make sure they're doing the right things. Then if they don't do it again, nail them. And then that sort of passes down the team and your centre-offs are usually the brunt of it. Yeah. And then you make them so mad that they'll go and cane everyone else. Yeah. And right, let's it, let's dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a knock-on effect. But yeah, definitely from the back. I mean, that's the position I know more than anything, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So it is definitely where it can start from. And when you watch the four of them playing, and we've had this all season, really, and, you know, some of last season, we're not the best at the back, you know. And there's a, Some good players are good. It's a good back forward, players, But they mm. seem to be a little bit at sea. And I think maybe that's because you don't have vocals in there. You don't yeah, have maybe. anyone keeping it, you know, in structure. Because Jenkinson... 50, can go 50-50 you know sometimes he looks like he's on ice skates other times right. he looks like you know he knows what he's doing and <laughs> I'm never quite sure <laughs> but he's like he's been at fault a fair bit I mean even Tompkins has been at fault yeah. a fair bit over for individual mistakes we get punished for them a lot yeah. we get punished for them a lot 
Like every time we make a mistake, they seem to score. Mm. And they did from yesterday, from Tompkins past yesterday, and Jenkins in out position yesterday, and Winston Reid ran into Saka on the goal. Every mistake yeah, it was, we made, we get punished. He got punished, it was, it was. <laughs> and it, it, like I say, a lot of luck with it as yeah. well. And little deflections got fall yeah. straight to people and that. It's, it's, it's fine margins, and I think they'll be fine. That back four is fine. You've got to think as well, if you've got Ginger out of that, yeah. and you've got Nose doing his job and then trying to do the captain's job as well, probably yeah. a lot on his shoulders. Yeah. You've lost, I know, like, love him or hate him as a player. Kevin Nolan was fantastic at it. Yeah. And he'd be going around the pitch and just doing what I said there, you know, having quiet words with people yeah. all the time. Then he'd be Gene people yeah, he's up a great captain. and be getting on people. He's very Lucas Neal in that, in that yeah. respect, you know. So he's a big character to lose. Yeah. It says Ogbonna was on the bench. Yeah, who, um, who was on the bench on the Champions League final last year. But it, arguably, when we were in trouble, Bilic could have brought him on. And Jenkins and off and put Tompkins right back, who's had a good few matches at right back on and off. So there's changes. Billich made changes very late yesterday, like in the 63rd minute, I think, when we were, I think we were 3 0 down by then. Yeah. They really should have, you think, know, at half time. I, I was like, oh, we'll get to half time at 2 0, change, change yeah. it, and we, you know, we can push on. But... I think, like you said, <clears throat> because he'd because started with that, that's the way he went to play. Yeah. There was no really any comeback. There was no plan B then, because yeah. that's it. You're in it then, right? You're 2 0 down. What we're going to do? We can't go defensive again. I can't sit five in the middle. Or I can't change this defence. I've got to concentrate on getting a goal back. So if you start like that, for me, especially going to Spurs, who are on, who are flying. Do you know what I mean? You, you, I definitely sat the packed the midfield out and just stayed in the game. Yeah, made it. I mean, it's not nice. You want to be entertained as fans, but yeah. you you get a win. You're entertained. Yeah, yeah. I don't care especially what you Spurs say. Away. Yeah. Exactly. You get a win in the last minute. Worst yeah. game ever, and you win one nil. Everyone's happy. Everyone's entertained with the West Ham fans are anyway. Yeah. So I, I, that would have been that would have been yeah. what I'd have done. But obviously, he, listen, you can't. Not, he's had a yes, fantastic yeah, he's had start. Great. It's just a real Bournemouth was dreadful, and yesterday was dreadful. It's a shame, and maybe it's. I just hope it is a bad day at the office, as you say, because you know I don't. Want, I hate the idea that suddenly yeah. wait a minute we know how to play against Billich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's important. Him. It's important to bounce bounce back. Big win on the, against West Brom. It's very, it's very, really important. You can't listen. Start with that intensity. Keep your good shape, and you, you'll go. And, we'll go and run over West Brom and get the win, and everything's back on track. It's been a fantastic start. I think. Yeah. Obviously, there's yeah, a couple of lips, but the position we're in is, yeah. you know, is great. You know, took that at the start all day long, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're moaning. Everyone is like Sam Allardyce only has one plan, and now everyone's saying Billich only has one plan. Which plan would we rather have those two? Big Sam's or Billich's. Yeah. I know what I'd rather. Yeah. yeah. Big Sam's. And also, <laughs> we've had such a great run against Spurs. I yeah. mean, how many have we won? I mean, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head, but we feels like we've won very consistently for like a couple of years yeah. now. It's just a shame yeah. not to give him a battle yesterday because I thought yeah. we'd probably even a match. But then people have pointed out, which is Pochettino's a year in front of Billich in terms of having had a team longer. Oh, definitely. You know, and having bought the players he wants to. And they played very well yesterday. And Harry Kane, you know, how much would you love him in a West Ham shirt? Oh, he was fantastic. He's one what, of our He's own. turned into such a good player. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was obviously with him and he was a kid. Oh, really? Right. And he, he was just coming through there, but he was like out on loan. Yeah. And I actually played, I went back on loan to Walsall. Yeah. And I played against him as he was at Leighton Orient. He scored past me as well. Really? Yeah. He <laughs> went to head, he come off a shoulder. Lucky, lucky for him. Yeah. But <laughs> even then you thought, I can't see him being a top, top player. Yeah. He, he's a good player. Not sure if he's going to go... Like where you want to go, if you know, top yeah. of the, if you want to trouble the top four, but wow, yeah. he's turned into that now. I think I went to watch him at a twenty ones game, probably a year or so ago, just before he started playing, and yeah. I went. I know there was a noticeable difference right. in him. 
I know it's only under 21 foot, but yeah, he just yeah. come back, he looked stronger, he looked sharper. Yeah. I thought, oh, he could have a good, a good run here. And yeah. oh, he's had a, he's had fantastic yeah. run. And you wait, he's half waiting for him to slow up a little bit, mm. but he's not, he's just pushed on. And great to see, because he was a nice lad as well. Yeah. Spurs just looked, they hunted in packs, their work rate was yeah. better, they looked more up for it. And Billich I think Billich said, said it yeah, after, didn't yeah. he? They look fitter and stronger, and sometimes yeah. you get that. And then once you get a couple of goals, and like I said about that momentum sort of yeah. thing, we, you're going into the game, you think you're going to win it. Probably Spurs have got that feeling at the minute because they're on such a good run. And then when you you nick a goal and it falls to you, and then you're on top so yeah. much, you just you can't see you losing. Then yeah. the momentum's with you. It's you've got another 30, 25, 30 percent to your game. Yeah, that's hard to live with. And it's we, hard to stay with. And we panics a lot. So the positives: song back, songs back. He played the last ten minutes. Yeah. He looked good. In that ten minutes, we won that bit one nil. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's I think it was one all, mate. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Lanzini scored yeah. a cracker. That was a that's cracker. a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. he looks decent, doesn't he, Lanzini? He's yeah, no, he's player. good. Looks a real, real good prospect. Jelovic set it up. Looks yeah. like that. Uh, Antonio's Listen. still not playing. We don't yeah, know yeah. the reasons behind that. He we'll be come fine. Do be fine. Dude, like I said, I think it was the, not the first game of the season because that was a great win. But then there was the second game, the first game at home, I think. And everyone was having a little moan up there, yep. going, oh, "It's going to be a hard season." Yep. Like, no, you'll be, you'll be fine. Keep the faith. Yeah. As long as you keep stick to the game plan, it's nice and hard to beat. Because you've got, you have to, you have to maintain that. And as much as people didn't like Sam Allardyce, his yep. teams are hard to beat. Yeah. Which is a great starting point for any team. Yeah. So you can be hard to beat, and then add the flair of the, you know, the players you yep. brought in as well. On top of it, going forward, you have got a chance. Yep. You'll define. How did they get on this weekend, Sutherland? Play. Uh, tonight, uh, tonight. tonight depends what time this is going tonight. on but tonight yeah t- t- yesterday yesterday <laughs> <laughs> last night hey, what what results what a result <laughs> um, when we talk to ex- like players who played under Sam at West Ham they all seem to like him like yeah. quite a lot I mean why because <laughs> well, he, was, he was a good character yeah he was, he was a good character I went in the ground a few times mm. and like he always I mean I went in <laughs> I went in when Avram Grant was there and I couldn't actually, I don't think he even knew like I was there. In fact, the lads even Brilliant. said. Sounds could, like he's always asleep. You could actually come out and train and he'd be, he'd just let you get on with it. You don't have a clue. That's terrible, isn't it? Really? Like he had nothing about him really in that way. Nice fellow, I don't know. But yeah. everyone loves it. But apparently he's got a lot of superstar mates. Yeah. Natalie yeah. Portman. But he was really quiet. Didn't really, never said anything. Like yeah. him, but went in with Sam and like, he's obviously, all right. Obviously, shake hands yeah. and then he's good as gold, and you have a good chat, and he had yeah. a good backroom staff with him. Yeah, so he's a big character, and I think you know a lot of lads yeah. with the characters at the time liked it, and yeah, probably needed that at the time. But yeah. then, obviously, if you want to progress, maybe it was the route yeah. to go. And they all said behind the scenes he was great, and like his first meeting when he got everyone in, like all the staff who worked there, the tea ladies, yeah. all the players, and he kind of brought them all together. And I think he did, the, he did the job. Yeah. The unfair stick, I would say, he's I gone, he he's moved job. on, he's moved on. I think he did a great job. Yeah, he did what he did. What he said, he got promoted, stayed in the prem. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, then that's a decision. Do you want to push on? Was he the man to do it? Yeah, that was the decision they made, and mm. he came out and hopefully at the minute Touchwood it's working well. Yeah, Billich, we trust. Yeah, it's funny as well. I was thinking like, with relegation, do you really have to mess things up to go down? Like, if you have a certain standard, like Avram Grant, obviously he cocked that up so yeah. badly. Do you think to go down you have to be really crap and get get all sorts of stuff well, wrong? It's an unforgiving league. Most mm. leagues are unforgiving. So if you take it, take any liberties with the league and in the, the, the games, you can't claw it back. It's like I said about the momentum going that way, yep. going forward and doing well. It's 
ten times more of a snowball effect the other way. And once you're losing games and you're on a spiral, you can't see where your next win's coming from. You're looking at the fixtures going, oh, we've got them. Yeah. We've got them. Oh, no, we've got them at home. You can't see the next win. We're going to yeah. have to dig in for a draw or something. It's a, such a negative feeling around it. It's hard to turn around. And that, I think that's when we when we had the great escape that year. I think that was that's why it was so good because we was on that spiral. We was losing. We was couldn't see where the next winner coming and it's it's difficult very difficult so yeah. once you're on it if it snowballs the wrong way it's a, it's a different sort of pressure down the bottom yeah. so it's easy to do it but you should never do it with the with the players we've had over the years yeah. like it should never happened but as we've seen it's easy to do yeah it's, it's interesting isn't it I think because we, I know you think there's a lot of rubbish teams in the Premier League but when you're like suddenly you go I've got Sunderland away and part of you if you're when you're struggling go Oh, they need a result. You know, when we played them, we, you know, they were two 0 up against us and they hadn't won. So you think so? Every every game, like Watford yeah. away, we lost, and then Man City, we're beating Man City. And particularly this season, yeah. no one's going. No. This is easy. Everyone's struggling. Mm. You know, Man, you had a fair amount of luck to get to where they are. Get to where they are. Well, they've not been great, have they? No, they've not, they've not played great football. They've literally just stayed in the games. They've been quite boring when I've yeah. watched them. Yeah. And then Arsenal lost to West Brom. You think yeah, it's... kind of. At the minute, it isn't easy for anyone. No, not at all. You look at Leicester. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said Leicester where they are, but unbelievable team, dynamic, intensity is there. The pressure, they they run for the whole of the game. Yeah. They've got pace to burn everywhere. So I mean, yeah. some good teams in it. Some yeah. really good teams in it. So you just we just need to keep on the yeah. keep on straight. It'd be hard to beat again. Yeah, and make a couple of results and then. Snowball forward. Do you, when you like when you're when you're in the thick of it in the Premier League, do you, and you like say someone like Leicester, you know, Jamie Vardy's on fire. Maybe you got them on the Saturday. Are you like, oh, this is a really exciting Leicester. Like, do you think this is going to be tough game, tough to beat, or are you thinking it's left their Leicester, they're going to be rubbish. No, you think it'll be tough to beat. <laughs> yeah, you think really think it's tough to beat. So you've got to be. I think the managers will, will drum it into. You. I mean, I'm, obviously nowadays you've got so much analysis yeah. to look at. Sometimes too much. And you can you can paralyse some players. There's, yep. so, there's so much analysis on they're thinking about things instead of just going and playing. As long as you're set up right, just go and play your game from there. But it's a great tool if you use it right to have all the analysis. But you'd be you'd be highlighting their runs, and I think you're watching them. You'd scare them. You'd scare people to death. Scare defenders to death at the minute, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, running down the side of you at that pace. Have you ever watched a West Ham game get an, analysed and then someone on the West Ham team's getting hammered and then text them going, "I don't know, he's done what he's talking about this handsome." Has that ever happened? Yeah, many a time. If you said anything about me, I'd cane him. He's clueless. But it's different. It's different for goalkeepers. It's different for goalkeepers because generally, goalkeepers union. Not just the goalkeepers union. Generally, outfield players have no clue about anything to do with goalkeeping and shouldn't talk about it because they come out with some tosh, and I'm I'm desperate. I'm desperate to ring them. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This near post me. Don't get it. It's not oh, a near yeah. post. Oh, you get we, beat at your near post. Would you rather me get beat at my far post? It's easier. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get beat. Full stop. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to try and stop it going everywhere. I'm going to be in the best position I think to stop it going anywhere. So I don't get the near post me, but I don't get uh, some of the when they come out of it on match of the day. When the cup of tea goes at the. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, Adrian and Randolph, our, our goalkeepers? Mm. Um, I think Adrian's been fantastic. I think he's been he's been a revelation, really. I, I went to train there last year uh, with the goalie coach there, Martin Margotson. I was I was at left Peter at the time, and I was learning my trade, so I wanted to go and see how the 
uh, the big boys did it and he invited us down had a couple of days there and, and trained and there was the young lad there Spiegel who was excellent Yeah, the handling was fantastic mm. making saves yeah, Jussie there Jessica Lyon who was there he was just you know he's just a good goalie yeah. making his saves and, and Adrian looked very, really raw and like he was probably out of all of them was the worst trainer. Right. Oh really? But I was mm. speaking to Martin after like and he and he's saying and rightly so this is where you want him is tweaking him a little bit, but he's he's not the best in training, but you stick him in the game, yeah. he finds a way to make saves and that's what you've got to do at the end yeah. of the day. Keep the ball out of the net, that's your that's your job done, basically. But you can do it with a bit of style as well, it's even yeah. better. But he, he I think he's gone on from that, from when I was in and gone on to Yeah. He's a real, real good goalie. He seems to love it as well. Yeah, he does. He's got a great temperament. Yeah, he's a he's a match he's a match goalkeeper. Which yeah. you want? Training goalkeepers, you know, look good, but you don't keep the ball out of the net when they need them. Yeah. And so. what's the difference? Is it pressure? Is it the ma- the pressure of match day? I think it is. I think it's it's definitely a different different mindset. It's a especially goalkeeping. It's eighty percent mental. Mm. Well, literally mental as well. Yeah. Most of them. But, <laughs> <laughs> a, but the mentality yeah. is that eight, at least eighty percent of the of the battle yeah. for a goalkeeper so if you can tune your mind you've got the tools I mean all the goalkeepers at that level mm. have got the tools it's just getting them bang at it and getting them as, as good as they can to keep that ball out of the net which apart from Sunday yeah. he's been doing yeah. so I mean, like Randolph Randolph's done well as well stepped up to break I weren't quite sure so when, when he took him I thought okay he's be steady number two but he's yeah. had a he has pushed him a little bit as well, yeah. which has yeah. been good. And his international career is yeah. taken off. Yeah. He's doing really no, well. He's been great to see. He, he played really well um, in the last couple of matches he played. We were unlucky to, mm. to be dropped, I thought. Yeah. As a, as it as would a, have been harsh not to put Adrian back in on the, on the flip side of that. Yeah. I know you, if you've come in and done well, you, you'd like to think you're staying. Yeah. But having Adrian done so well for so many games before, it would have been then difficult not to stick him in and... I don't know, it was, a, it, was a, yeah. it was a difficult decision, that one. Adrian has that case of a rush of blood to the head that he does occasionally, where he runs out and he slides through, and sometimes he just misses the attack, and every time I'm like, oh, here's another red. He does seem know. to have that rush of blood. His boots him in the head, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it works. <laughs> I was harsh sending off. It wasn't his fault. No. <laughs> was that the Southampton one? Uh, yeah, so yeah, he was up, yeah, yeah. up for a corner, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was so. It was just comedy, you know, in many yeah. ways. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible. It was time. comedy. It's funny, like goalkeepers. As Danny Baker once said about goalkeepers, like it takes a certain person to like everyone plays in goal as a kid and then they leave the goal and go play outside outfield with everyone else, but certain people stay in goal and they're the ones who are crazy yeah. enough that when you get to the men's game, <laughs> they're the ones you should watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Natural. You you are born a goalkeeper for yeah? me. Definitely. Yeah, he's, he's such a hard mentality. It's, it's a great position. It's best I'm, I'm biased anyway, but it's the best yeah. position on the pitch by a long way. But it's also the most unforgiving. As well, it's it's a lonely. It can be a lonely place at yeah. times, yeah. especially if you just chucked a ricket in front of thirty thousand. Yeah. How do you get, how do you get it back after you've had a ricket? If yeah, you're out, you've if you're outfield, you can just wait to get back in. You go and make a tackle. You can go and make a pass and get back mm. in it. And centre forward is the easiest one because yep. you can miss six chances, score the winner, <laughs> in that minute, and, and everyone, no one, yep. everyone forgets that. <laughs> Goalkeeper makes seven worldies, yep. keeps the team in the game. Chuck's one in the last minute. Oh, that's it. Yeah. No one remembers yeah. one save. <laughs> yeah. Not not one save remembered. It's just like, ah, oh, he's had a stinker again. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he, you've got to be thick skinned and you've got to have a certain character and you've got to be strong. And you you have to have like sort of unwavering belief in your own ability as well. 
to a certain point. A touch of arrogance does help, (laughs) if I'm being honest, in the right way. You gotta have a little bit of a, a bit of a streak in you. But. And did you ever mouth off the opposition like corners and stuff like that? Were you ever given a bit of banter or how how bad did it I get? I don't in think there was a time like... I didn't. <laughs> if I'm being honest. What kind of kind of chat would you operate in? What was it? Would, was it? Just... Well, you you got to think. I I grew up in the times. I was I was brilliant because I seen the modern game towards mm. the end, and I started like in Division, which is now Div, Div Two, Div yeah. Three at the time. I think my first one of my first ever games. Corner's about to come in. I see the centre forward in front of me. Big meathead. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> he just bent down in front of me. I didn't know what he was doing at the time. What he was doing his shoelace for me. So I didn't take a lot of notice. He's only gone down, picked a handful of mud and sand up any of there. And just as the ball was coming, I was just about to shout keepers. The whole lot of mud's got in my face. I'm like, <laughs> choking. I managed to just claw it away or something. I think. But that was a harsh lesson to learn. That's that what you see in wrestling. Filthy tricks. Spanish the Fuji. Filthy tricks. when you're eight. Filthy tricks he was, but it was. Uh, That's crazy. So that was that was a yeah. well, wrestling so. match. There's another match where someone had a steel chair that he smashed through. Yeah. 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 I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, do you remember who that forward was? I can't, do you know what I was trying to think? There, as I was saying, yeah. I, I can't quite remember. There was that, that many. Old there was that many meatheads back in the day. Just there. Did you ever? Now it's all like. Pinches and stamps. Oh, there's all that. It, yeah, yeah, all Would that. Would you get pinches and stamps in the Premier League with someone like? You, I don't think you get away with it now. There's that many cameras yeah. on, isn't there? You, yeah. you can't get away with it. That was, it was common. It was common. Yeah. Suarez would have been in his element. He'd be yeah. biting everyone. You got yeah. away with it. It was. There was all sorts going off. He was grabbing all sorts of areas you shouldn't really be touching <laughs> as well. <but> yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we were playing opposition teams, who were the white players you didn't look didn't look forward to? You know, competing in a corner with. I'm thinking John Terry would be a nightmare. I think John would be good because he's, I mean, hard to play against, especially defend because he's so aggressive, just wants to attack the ball, doesn't he? But he's, he's some good players, some good players over the year. I always find Crashy so hard to play against. He's just massive. Just because he's, he's literally so big, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, he, I don't you can there's not a lot you could do at times against him. You can't beat him in the air. Yeah. So you had to find another way and be getting this, whether it's getting the second ball or, yeah. or give him a, couple of digs in his ribs or something before it just take him a bit lower yep. <laughs> but he had to do something because he just couldn't get over it and like I said that was great it was great times great time look back and some of the some of the, some of the times were fantastic like all the underhand taxis, yeah. taxis when I had to go out the game now because of yeah. Like you say, you'd, you'd get about six game banned for most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see that now in the Premier League, someone just throwing mud. James Collins throws mud. It's quite like against West Brom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read um, an interview with James Collins, and he was talking about when we when we played in the Europa League, and it, it was he said like all that that those uh, what was it Andorran teams that, they were doing all the dirty yeah, tricks, and he said imagine. it took him back to like playing on a Sunday in Wales yeah, and like all it. the dirty tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, did it. you like those games? Oh, it was like, great. Filth? Fantastic. But yeah, loved it. Must admit, it was great. It was the best part of the games. Because you had to come out on top as well. So it really, really upped your game. Yeah. And you'd be you'd be having niggles and you'd be the yeah. verbals yeah. and everything. And a few more, I think the family members would come into question at times. Yeah, <laughs> really. You have a little, anything to just take them off the scent. It was, yeah. So it was, it was, it was good. Did yeah, you ever get times. rattled yourself? Did anyone ever say something that rattled you? Or you Dennis just... Wise did. Got me sent off. Really? Yeah, I can imagine. Millwall that, away. I was at, I was at Walsall at the time, and he refed the game the whole game. The ref was useless, as usual. I can't say that because I get fined. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he had a shocking game, and we was two one down. And I come up the halfway line with a minute to go, just lumped the ball in the box like, 
and it's he's there verbal and still verbally horrible he was if you do me head but he's horrible so I've, I've, i think i've given him a few choice words about his mince pies and that and <laughs> and the ref's like and he's giving me a bit of verbals back and he, he i can't remember what he said but he touched the nerve and i just give him a slap oh, and a ref God. could not wait to get oh. it, was, it was up before i'd even finished the little slap it was he was off so and that was a minute to go so you can imagine then down the tunnel after was interesting yeah. as well yeah but that was I was gutted with that because yeah. he got me rattled got to you, beat yeah. me and I, I got banned for three games after that yeah. and I think we lost a couple of games after that so I see isn't it so he's, he's beat us from yep. it so you can't I was distraught at that but he, he needed a dig yeah <laughs> he probably said that was his yeah. horrible little player dig. wasn't he yeah, yeah. Is, is there any after, after I haven't actually seen him since and he's what? a nice lad as it goes <laughs> I see him at, um, we did some end of season PFA sort of legends gamey type things and he was playing for Chelsea and I was sat at the same table and I think I can't remember who bought it it might be Kudicini actually because he read the books in the book right. in my old book ah, Kudicini read your book yeah he was when he did his uh, pelvis didn't he at time at time on his <laughs> he hands. said oh, he can't he can't laugh or anything thing, so I give him a book <laughs> he, he texted me and went, Jimmy you're killing me if it was my ploy because I was on the bench then yeah. <laughs> but so he knew the, he knew the story yeah. and he said right shall I bring this up now then do you remember when he slapped you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he could remember to be fair it was really he was alright, a good bit of banter. <laughs> um, and you mentioned that after t- after the game scraps in the tunnel, are there any oh, that stick geez, in your mind? Uh, there's so many. Uh, even at West Ham, yeah, oh, so well. many. Them, them steps was quite. If you've been down yeah, there, steep, down, like, steep, yeah, either side is steep. So the bottom's like no man's land. You're right if you're on the steps because you can like chuck things from behind. Yeah. And that, but if you're in the middle, you're in, you're in the. Well, I always remember there was one uh, the security guard, Big Dave, a proper proper geezer, proper cockney geezer. He's like. Jim, don't worry, son. I've got your back. I've got your back. <laughs> I, mean, so yeah, I can remember it going off at one game. I think it was Preston or something. And Brevard started it as per usual, which he did most games. <laughs> yep. So I've been mate one, so I had to back him up. So I'm having a bit of a row down the bottom there. <laughs> Big Dave's come over. Next thing I thought, oh, I'll be all right. He's in here. Next thing I've looked round, Sparko on the floor. <laughs> down there. Jeez, you're a big help, aren't you, Dave? Getting battered here. He's smart out there getting carried off by the St. John's ambulance. Oh, my God. Someone hit him. Someone, I think the club, he either clubbed him or he fell. I think he might have fell. <laughs> Worst security guard ever. <laughs> he was a great fella of mine, but he never lived that down after that. Yeah, don't worry about it, Dave. I'll sort me over. Yeah, thanks. Sort his own battles out, mate. Don't worry about it. Good to know I've got security handled. <laughs> Amazing. Was it worse or better in the Premier League, like the Premier League for scraps in the tunnel? Or... The lower you go down the leagues, is it more often? Yeah, it, 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 sort of in the Prem, it was turning to a bit handbags. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was all a lot to do about nothing. A yeah, a lot of verbals and a lot of going there. It was the odd time, really. I mean, remember by Arsenal away, I think Bywater took his uh, stockings off as he's coming off, like, you know, the tape round your shin yeah. pads. As we're going down the tunnel, then after we beat him, and he's, he's dished it off Layman's head. <laughs> <laughs> Layman was not a happy man. <laughs> so he had a few, a few choice words, etc. Um, that. But that, that, that turned into a good one. <laughs> Layman's He was always mouthing off. I imagine the goalkeeper's union and all that, but that must have been one goalkeeper you're like, I don't want to be a friend with him. He's a yeah, yeah, he was a good goalie mind. Good yeah. goalie. He was funny though. We just seeing dish off his head was <laughs> yeah, <I'll bet. laughs> And Bywater was a big old unit as well, yeah. so I think I just slipped in behind Bywater <laughs> yeah, after that exactly. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Stepped over big Dave on the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Low, lower down was 
you'd say something and you'd just get chinned. Yeah. So it was, there was literally, like, I can remember one game, <laughs> you might not remember, but <laughs> it was on the back of the night actually at Walsall and Martin O'Connor, who was the captain at the time, we, we played Doncaster and there was absolute proper team of sure. thugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> big, big lads as well. One of my good mates, Jamie Lawrence was in the team and they was all like that, hard as nails. So Skip's gone first down the tunnel and we've beaten one nil, so it was like a bit of verbals anyway. He's gone past their change room, banged on the door, going, get in there, fucking have that. <laughs> so he's carried on down at safety of our change room, <laughs> who's walking past the door as they all burst out. I'm there in a oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just got to take one here. I've <laughs> just done a little cover for that. <laughs> blows came raining in. <laughs> So that was not one of my favourite ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Professional football. Right? Great. Professional football. Fantastic. Um, well, I guess we should talk about the West Brom game, West Brom. which we've got uh, at the weekend. Uh, Jimmy, what do you reckon there? West Brom got the win over Arsenal last Yeah, weekend? I mean, Tony Pulis's team. You know, no, no one's, no one's. You know, it's not an easy game in the Premier League. I know it's a cliche. There's yep. no easy games, but there, there really isn't, especially this year. Tony Pulis always gets his teams really well drilled. They'll be hard to beat. I think they'll come with the, with the game plan of probably sitting in there so it yeah. obviously nullifies a bit of a, a counter-attacking you're going to have to come out and, and force the hand a little bit so it'd be a tight game I think it'd be a tight game but like I say hopefully you get the intensity back and yep. the crowd really behind the behind the lads I think it'd be nice to get an early goal yep. go in the lead sit back and then you can go back to a little bit of counter-attacking which you know, which really suits us so yep. that, that'd be the plan I think just to stay in the game keep it nice and tight might not even mind it being a Great spectacle for yeah. until you get the first goal and then you hopefully go and pick them off after that. It'd be yeah. it'd be nice and get a comfy two nil. It's never a great spectacle against Pulis. So it's going to be a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, tough game. What are you predicting, James? I dislike him very much. <laughs> um, do you? Pulis? Yeah. yeah, I've just seen some over the years some some of the worst matches I've ever seen when he's been managing the yeah. opposing team. Um, I will. I think we'll win one nil. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent analysis no, there. Essentially, <laughs> we've bounced back, haven't we? We've kind of had quite a good... Mm. When we haven't played well, we've kind of bounced back the next week. And that's been quite yeah. a good pattern. Uh, Noble's out, suspended. Sassong in. Should be interesting. Mm. Um, mm. And I hope... No. I mean, it's always a battle against West Brom. It's always a battle against Pulis teams. Uh, and it'll be really tough. But I'd like to think we'll just have enough and we'll bounce back. As Jimmy says, bring back the intensity. Yeah, like yeah, Everton, definitely. we're really good. We deserve best against Everton, and they're they're a better team than West Brom. Yeah, do you think we'll be fired up, Jimmy, after that defeat? Do you think we'll be in the, like, oh, slab yeah, we've got the we've boys out, together? Yeah, we've like, out doubt. Yeah, we've out doubt. I mean, it's, you don't need a lot of firing up. No, you know what I mean. There's so there's so much on it. It's big games, and you just everything. It's great at that level in the Prem. is fantastic. I loved it because you just spoilt rotten. Yeah, you've got everything is just geared up to you being the best of your ability and performing the best of your Mm. ability on the the game day I was going to say Saturday but most games aren't Saturday (laughs) on the game day that's all you've got to concentrate about that's all you've got to think about is the game coming up and bang go and focus go and get right involved give everything leave everything out on the pitch and hopefully you've got enough quality to take care of the result takes care of itself yeah excellent how have we done for time yeah well over an hour (laughs) is that really sponsors will be happy (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's a good matter yeah excellent alright then anything to add 
Oh, uh, we should say um, we're doing a new feature whereby you we're asking you to uh, let us know whenever you've seen a West Ham player about town. Uh, ben Cooper on Twitter got in touch to say Mark Noble is hanging around outside my mum's house. That sounds sinister. That sounds sinister. <laughs> Jimmy, you have a bump. He does that a lot. <laughs> Up his old tricks, Nobs. That's, a, that's quite a dangerous little uh, feature, that's that is, feature, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Quite a dangerous little feature. <laughs> I'm glad that weren't in around my time. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen Jimmy Walker about town, not, let us know. That's a good one. That's a good uh, yeah, email in podcast.kmb.com if you spot it in. There's a few more in the inbox. We'll save them for next week. Excellent. All right, then. Jimmy, thank you very much. More than welcome, A pleasure to have your hat Thanks for having me. As always, James, thank you. Thank you. You're on Twitter, aren't I just you? Think about what I should say, sorry, Jimmy. I am on Twitter, so feel free to abuse. I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's no Jenko. <laughs> no, no face up. Face I'll up. Face up. I might even send you my address if you get a bit too far. I'll bring big cats around here. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, we'll speak to you after the West Brom game. In the meantime, come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. <laughs>